Welcome listeners to our podcast, Cheeky Vibe, Peaceful Life. Today I am with a friend, a new friend. Um, We have friends in common, and so we were kind of connected through Carrie Sullivan, uh, who owns The Barrel Room, but I am sitting here in Corfit on Mayfair Road with Corey Kessler. Hi, Corey. Hi, Michelle. How are you? I'm great. I'm happy to be here with you. Oh, I am thrilled to be here, and I love that, you know, your job, you walk in and you get to wear, you know, workout clothes and comfortable, yep. and and this split, <laughs> this perk. this space is beautiful. Thank I mean, you. it's utilitarian. You've, you've got the work stuff, but it's really cool put together, so um, we're going to promote you. you a little bit and tell us a little bit about your business. So, how did you get started in fitness? Well, it's been a few years. I actually went to OU for college and my degree's in aviation. That's a, well, you are close to the airport. (laughs) It's a little plot twist here. So I went to college. I thought I was going to go into business and I always knew I wanted to learn to fly. It was just an interest I had had. So they had an airport down there. They had an aviation program and I switched majors and I went all the way with it. Um, And then I graduated um, right in 2001. Uh, which was a tricky time with you know 9-11 mm-hmm. and then the aviation industry took a little bit of a dip there so I had trouble finding a job after I graduated um, I did some flight instructing for a while uh, but there just wasn't a lot of opportunity and I just have to interrupt because yeah I'm looking at this teeny tiny little petite beautiful woman who is a a flight trainer which yeah. is interesting so funny story <laughs> on that there was actually one time I was on a trip and it was an older airplane and the seats didn't adjust up enough so I literally sat on a phone book (laughs) how professional is that but I love that you loved it and that you were willing to do to do whatever okay so sorry to interrupt you it was really fun I had a lot of great opportunities but I ended up switching over into more management and I worked for a company in Columbus called NetJets Aviation Um, my husband I actually met him at OU he was one of my flight instructors we'll just leave it at that Mm -hmm. and uh, he worked at NetJets too he still is there now so he currently flies Um, so I worked in management for a while and then we had our first child and we were down in Columbus and he said we should probably move back to where you grew up um, because I was born and raised here and he thought it'd be smart to be nearby family since he was gonna be flying a lot so we did and it was it was a great move in hindsight. So once I came here, I still tried to work virtually for a while, and then eventually that sort of phased out because this was before people really worked virtually. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just had a moment where I wasn't working for a while, and I started going to the Y just to exercise, and I loved the group classes. And eventually, I became a trainer, and it just grew from there. So I I worked at the Lake Y for several years, and a friend had an opportunity um, at a place in Hartville called Gentlebrook. And they had a gym there that wasn't quite being utilized and she said would you want to have your own classes mm-hmm. so I started and I offered two days a week and for about the first month only one person came and that was my neighbor across the street <laughs> and she was very loyal still is and she told me it's gonna take time right and we had fun we just played and worked out and eventually it grew mm-hmm. she invited friends they invited friends how long is eventually <sighs> Because you have to be tenacious to I know, get through this. I know, and this was probably end of like 2016. Mm-hmm. And I worked out of there for probably two years, and then their gym grew, and they sort of needed the space. So I looked to find another location, and I found another one that I rented from, and I stayed there for about two years, and then I switched again. I switched a lot, so I kept just running out like spaces of gyms mm-hmm. until finally I realized I needed my own space. I had enough clientele that had followed me through each location that I felt like I could support having the rent on my own. 
So we moved in over off Main Street in North Canton, mm -hmm. and we were there for three years. I signed a three-year lease. We opened January of 2020. Oh boy. We closed for a moment in March. Uh, we did some virtual training and most of my clients stuck with me. Uh, they were fantastic. It was sort of fun keeping in touch with them over Zoom. And when we opened back up in June, we had our best numbers. Wow. Now, granted, we didn't have a lot of numbers to compare to, but it was great. Everybody was ready to be back. And it's just been a stable group ever since. So we were there for three years and then uh, the lease was up and I knew we needed a little bit more space so we could do more. And we just moved here at the end of 2022. So we've been here about two months. We doubled our size in space. Now we have this nice office because uh, we do some nutrition coaching, we do client meetings, goal reviews, and we need to have a private area to talk. Mm -hmm. And the last one, we didn't have that space. So we were very limited on the opportunities. I love the setup. I love that the, the gym is open wide, but then there's this little beautiful little barn door yeah. to sneak into the office. It's our little it's beautiful. nook. Yeah, yeah. So when you say your, your clients are loyal and um, stick with you, so what is your, we call it a caseload as a therapist. What is your client yeah. base or whatever? Yeah, my avatar. Uh, Middle-aged moms. Okay. Uh, it's it's who I am. Hey, it's who I identify with. I'm even a little older than that, but I still would kind of. <laughs> You're still a middle-aged mom, so I usually say about 35 plus. I mean, we have 20-year-olds. Okay. We go up to 70-year-olds, so, you know. But And how many do you have in your core group of people that are regulars? Right now, I think our total group is about 80 total clients. Mm -hmm. um, so it's small enough that I pretty much know everybody's name. I can probably name their kids, you know, what they do. And I like that part of it. Um, that way, if somebody doesn't show up, I can check in on them. Mm -hmm. It's like a little accountability. It's complete accountability. Mm -hmm. And it's not pressure or anything, but it'll just be a quick message. Hey, I miss your face. Yeah. Because maybe there's something going on that we don't know about. So I would say that's the big difference. We're not a Planet Fitness. Mm -hmm. I loved the why. It had, a, you know, lots of great opportunities, but those places, if you don't show up, nobody notices mm -hmm. and nobody's going to check on you to say what's going on. Right. So that's sort of the difference here. We cap our classes. We don't have more than 14 in a class because, again, you sort of build up that community with the people that you see every day here. And so what kind of classes do you guys offer? Well, we offer mostly um, strength and then HIT, so functional training. We design them specifically um, to be very efficient because most of us are moms or just busy females and females tend to do a lot in a day. We don't have time to sit for two hours at a gym. Mm -hmm. And we often put ourselves at the last thing that we'll do on our list. We're gonna take care of everybody else in the family. We're gonna take care of our job. We're gonna take care of our responsibilities. And we don't allow ourselves time to take care of ourselves. Well, you're speaking my language because as I was driving here, I thought, boy, I probably need to hook up with Corey for some help. <laughs> <laughs> because I take care of everybody and their brother, all my clients, all my family, all my, Nonprofit, all my things. And you're tired. And, you're tired and, of thinking of it. And all. I've actually said this, like I thought about doing before and after pictures, just because I haven't done. I used to go to a gym, probably six years solid, three four days a week, and I haven't done that in three years now because when John came home, I had to take care of him, and and then I got so busy doing other things that I'm. I preach doing what we're saying, mm -hmm. but I'm probably one of the worst as far as I put myself last. Yeah. Well, you're not alone. So. It's the mom thing. It is, and we do. We're, we're nurturers. Mm -hmm. We like to take care of everyone. And there's always that saying about, you know, you put your own oxygen mask on first. I, like, I do that with clients. We understand it, but we don't Doesn't do apply it. to me. Yeah, and I think it's a good example, you know, for husbands or kids to see, like, mom is going to go take care of herself, yeah. right? She yeah. doesn't have to be here to do all the things. 
she's going to go take care of herself and then she can come back feel refreshed I mean I know there are some days where I think my kids tell me to go work out because they know that I am able to focus better I'm a little bit calmer mm -hmm. you know it helps relieve my stress my anxiety yeah, I think yeah, that, that definitely needs to be back in my world for sure because yeah. that's been something And that's the thing, we also, as females, we're all or nothing. So mm -hmm. if we think we can't go do a whole hour workout, what's the point? Well, how much, are, I mean, not how much, but how long do these strength or hip classes last? 45 minutes. So 45 minute 45 classes. Minutes. We have yoga that we do for an hour because an hour is, you know, probably where you should be with yoga so that you get the full effect of it. Mm -hmm. Do you do all the classes? Do you teach all of them? I do not. Them? We have a great team. There's eight of us in here. Oh, wow. Good all for you. fantastic ladies. I have a picture of that I'll show you. Okay. But same. We're all moms. We get it. We know that you're being pulled in a million directions so we can identify with you. And we sort of understand the physiology, too, of females. So we're not going to make you do movements that you're not comfortable with. We're going to find what suits you and what challenges you, but also what respects your body. That's the other thing too, we, we're we not 20 years old in here. You know, we're not gonna, I will say, in my early days of training, I would program workouts that were just hard, challenging, but almost ridiculous, because everybody is fixated on how many calories am I gonna burn, or, you know, the extremes, and that's really not where we need to be in this stage of life. We or, need to respect our body. And that's another piece that I'll just interject, because of the gym I used to go to, I'd go with my daughter who was, you know, yeah, younger. <laughs> she was like 25 when we were going. And I felt pressure because of me, I'm a type A, to mm -hmm. keep up. Yeah. So then by the time I go home, You're I feel like I was cheater. hit by a Mack truck. Yeah. Um, you know, and I loved it and I did it for a while, but the thought of doing it, that's probably another reason I've held back. It's, it's like, scary. oh my gosh, to go do that again, my body is, and my mind just can't take it. Yeah, we want it to be functional. Like, you should be able yeah. to function afterwards. Yeah. Granted, your body might feel something. Well, you need to it feel might something. talk to you. Yeah. yeah, you might be a little sore. But you should still be able to do whatever you had planned that day and the next day. Right. A workout should not lay you up. Right. And as we get older, you're more prone to injury. We overtrain because we think we have to work out every day. We think we have to push it 100% every day. And what happens when you get injured? It takes a lot longer to recover. Mm -hmm. And we don't want to do that. We have too many things to do. Yeah. We have life to enjoy. Yes. And boy, do I enjoy life. That's why I need to get back into the gym. <laughs> and that's that's the other thing we preach about. It's a balance. Like we have it written here. Move, nourish, enjoy. Mm -hmm. It's not about cutting extreme calories. It's not about working out so hard every starting day. Yourself. And it's not about going so overboard that, you know, you wake up hungover every day. Like there mm -hmm. is a balance to how to live your best life. Right. You need to move. If that's a walk, if it's walking your dog, if it's playing pickleball, if it's doing yoga, you need to move your body. The more you move, the more you'll be able to move, right? When I'm 80, I still want to be able to go up and down my own stairs. Right. We need to nourish. It's <laughs> That's probably the biggest challenge with people's health because there's so much out there that's just distracting us and taking down our health. I mean, you look on Main Street alone, we probably have 20 pizza shops. I'm not saying you shouldn't have pizza, but why do we have so many of those options that makes it so appealing and it's so much harder to choose the healthier things? Mm -hmm. So finding, you know, nourishment. So if I'm going to have the pizza, let's throw a salad with it or a fruit with it. Like, let's find some food that actually is fueling my body. And then you got to enjoy life. Go do the fun things. I love that. Yeah. Okay. So you have grown this business a couple of years down the road now. Who has been your biggest support and how has that looked? What has that looked like? I have so much support. That's what makes it so fun. These ladies are... They're amazing. Um, the clients, the other coaches we have here, my family, they're incredibly supportive. Uh, 
I leave here most days. Just even this morning, I was in here. I had a couple private classes or a couple private clients, and there was a class going on as I was leaving, and there was probably 10, 12 women in here. And I just walked through, and they're all doing their stretches. And I literally just said, you guys make my heart happy. Mm. Just seeing this many women on a Friday morning wanting to take care of their health, they chose this. Mm-hmm. Like, that's supporting me, the fact that they continue to come. Mm-hmm. They come for themselves, but they also come because of this community that we've built. And I love that. So what the as far as rolling back a little bit more on some of the real parts, so you had a, a job in business surrounded by males like yes in the aviation industry it was yes you were you are a lone wolf lone wolf at <laughs> girl um, and then you also had that income though talking about shifting did your husband was that a big conversation was it I support you 100% how did that how did that roll out he's very supportive um, he actually he's into fitness too it's sort of funny because we were both in aviation and he's actually a CrossFit coach at a friend of ours gym that's just up the road in Akron. So. Oh, so all, all of you guys are like-minded and It's funny, together. like he goes to his gym to teach a class and I come to mine, but it's funny, like when we built this out, you know, some of the workers that have been in here, they, you know, they would assume it's his, right? You know, or they see the name Corey, which, you know, you might assume. So a lot of times they just assume it's him and I'm like, nope, it's me. I'm like, Isn't he's, that funny? he's here to old, support me. That's he's here the to old look way at of it. thinking tradition. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's funny, but I mean, this is, this is my, baby and he's very supportive of it and mm-hmm. you know I have two kids and the older one he's just at that age where I probably How old are your kids? 15 and 12. Okay. Both boys and mm-hmm. you know I don't know if he thinks anything that I do is cool because he's a 15 year old boy but <laughs> my younger one he comes to my youth class every week you mm-hmm. know he's he's super supportive he came his birthday was last Saturday mm-hmm. and I had planned on taking the day off because normally I teach class and he said, no, I want to go. So we made the workout all about him. He was 12, so everything was all about 12. Oh, we had his picture cute. up on the TV. Aww. Yeah, and he had uh, one of his former teachers was in here mm-hmm. doing the workout. So he loves being part of this, too. And that's that's complete support to mm-hmm. say, instead of taking the day off, let's go in and let's go work let's out. About me. So you spoke, spoke of your son being here. Do you have male clients, too, or is it predominantly female? It, right now, um, all of our fitness clients are women. Mm-hmm. Um, when I started, it was it was almost half half. Like even in my Y classes, it'd be a good mix of them, and it's just naturally evolved to be more female focused. Mm-hmm. And we don't explicitly say no men. Mm-hmm. You know, they're welcome to come, but we do program more. I think the community environment is a little bit more supportive of females, mm-hmm. and I think the females that are in here really enjoy that. Mm-hmm. They it's can safe, come in here safe and they space. Can, yeah, it's a safe, safe space. space. We have women that have never touched a barbell before, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not a common thing you would train with because they felt intimidated in a normal gym. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have mirrors on the wall because I don't want to be fixated on how you look. Mm-hmm. Let's let's think about how we feel when we're doing things. You know, that's why we have a coach here. We're going to help guide you. We do have mirrors. We get out once in a while to check your form just to make sure mm-hmm. if you want it. If you don't like it, some of them flip them around. Mm-hmm. So it's just sort of a different environment than a traditional male gym mm-hmm. um, that's not to say we don't have the you know guys come in every once in a while we have some nutrition clients that are male mm-hmm. we're, well, we're I all, love it yeah. I love though the whole the whole the whole vibe so when when you look back from starting until now and again you had to go through the pandemic and uh, all the parameters that went along with that what has been your biggest obstacle that you had to overcome from I think you said 2016 mm-hmm. through today uh, type A personality. I like to control things. Uh-huh. Again, speaking my <laughs> language. <laughs> yeah. Um, just 
being able to give up some of the control. I have a fantastic team in here, but it's, you know, it's a learning curve for me. So I've learned to like document everything, which seems silly in the beginning and it's tedious and boring, but writing down, this is how we do things. This is our vision, mission, values. This is how every client should feel when they walk in and when they leave and that's up to us. And you know, it's, it's a lot of personalities. It's a good thing that we all get along, but me learning how to just trust the fact that like, they've got this, you know, I'm here when you, you need me. But in the beginning, I was trying to run every class and you can't do that. You can't be all to everyone all the no, time. You get burnt out and then you, you lose your drive and that shows. So I think just being able to delegate, you know, give up any of, you know, the nonstop control and allowing everybody to thrive in what they do best. Did you have any hiccups with the, you said you closed for a couple of months. How, how was that for you? Honestly, I, like everybody. Or did you do the online stuff? I did online. Um, I didn't know any better at the time. I think that's, you know, because when it started, I was like, oh, it'll be a week. Mm-hmm. It'll be we two weeks, yeah, we right? Bets. It'll be a month. It'll be three months. Yeah. Right? I mean, we just, we didn't know. So, um, thankfully, I had, um, I actually signed up for a business mentorship program, and I had followed their material for a while, and they gave us, like, gym owners, a really good guide on how to pivot to virtual. Mm-hmm. So, I have a little basement gym, real small, but I had my TV set up, and I started Zooming, and I would be able to get all my clients on there. And, you know, we did that for as long as we needed to do that. Mm-hmm. I think the hardest part was coming back because nobody knew what the protocol was. Mm-hmm. Do we mask? Do we not mask? Like, what's the rule? still confusing. And, you know, I have this trainer that thinks their husband has COVID, and do they need, mm-hmm. do they need to not come in? And, like, understanding all that and then being very respectful of everybody's comfort level. And I think that has been the human condition for the entire world. Completely. What does that mean? What does that look like? I don't know. I still think we don't know all. Yeah. You know, there's so many things that are still variables. And it hit everybody different, right? And it's, it was a polarizing topic. And another thing that I'm pretty explicit about in here is that we don't get into anything that might be offensive. So no we politics. Don't, we don't talk. Yeah, we don't. And I try and I think that's cut great. that off. Like, we don't talk politics. We don't talk religion. Right. You know, it's here. It's a space. It's safe yeah. in all ways. You're coming here to move, to feel And that's good. the common ground. You yeah. don't have to talk about the differences. Yeah, I can work out next to somebody, and we can have completely different views on things, but that's okay. We're here just to have fun and to move yeah. and to feel good. I love that. Yeah. So did your parents, Did you? Did, were you raised by parents that promoted, like, business I mean for you to go out on your own and start a business it's not something everybody does you know so you know where did you get this drive the motivation this uh... my parents were I mean they were both successful my dad was an accountant Um, he worked with numbers my mom was um, she had a PhD and she was a professor at Akron U Mm -hmm. Um, my stepdad was a professor with her like my stepmom was always very supportive too I you know they still send me messages all the time but Nobody really had their own business, and I think I sort of fell into it. Ironically, I got my MBA, and I just sort of did it because I think I was bored. The shoulds. Oh, I, I should do this. Yeah, I, I was even, bored, yeah. and the company was willing to pay for it. So I'm like, oh, I'll get my MBA, and I had fun with it. Like, Although I, you had I liked, strong women role models. They weren't – I mean, a Ph.D. professor, oh, tenured completely. professor is not exactly – And the fact that she started – she didn't go to college until I was probably like seven. That's what my mom did, yeah. I mean, and so – Subconsciously, I probably saw that, yeah, right? If you Growing can do up, it, if she can do it, my I can mom's do it. choosing to go to school. Yeah. Like she didn't have to; she chose to go yeah. to school, and then she kept going. She got her master's, she did her PhD, and then she, you know, shared her knowledge for how many years mm-hmm. with all these students of hers. You know, she had a really big impact on that. 
so I yeah I completely see the drive coming from her I love that I mean I, I think that's my mom was my role model as well yeah, you know you see them do those things still valuing family but trying to do all the hats right yeah okay I ask this to a lot of our our um, interviewees so self-care yes working out you do but other than that because <laughs> this is your job too like what is your self-care what do you do for relaxation decompressing filling your cup other than working out I know um, I think friends you know hanging out with friends like last night we went to that Mardi Gras oh yeah uh, which Simply yeah. Give did and it was just a nice night there was me plus three friends and we ran into other people but just going out and having fun I went with a friend down to Columbus this past weekend. We literally were gone for about 20 hours. Mm -hmm. But my husband's like, how did you just spend 20 hours at Easton? I said, it, it was easy. Mm -hmm. We went, we ate, we shopped, we ate, we shopped, you know. Mm -hmm. We had time just to not be called mom and not have any responsibilities. And I think that is a big part of self-care. It's cultivating the other hat. So yeah. there are other hats. Because a lot of, of times we, we're not off. You're never mm -hmm. off the clock. You know, you wake up, you start doing things, you do it till the moment you go to bed. Mm -hmm. And so I, I, lo I love to travel. I don't get to do it as much as I would prefer, but I yearly we try and do a, a girls trip. So I have a solid group of women that I travel with and we just gel. Mm -hmm. It's just such a fun group. So we look forward to that. We usually do that in August. Are these newer friends or friends you've cultivated for years and years and years or both? A, a mixture of both. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, they just, they make my heart happy. Mm -hmm. You know, we laugh so hard and it's just, it's relaxing and there's just no agenda involved and there's, it's just a solid group of women. I've learned over the years, and I, I'm lucky that I'm surrounded by people that just are enjoyable. But I think the older I get, the more I realize if somebody doesn't bring me joy or if I feel less than, I just sort of limit my exposure. And that's something with, with, that with age we, we glean because yeah. that's something I've had to learn because you know when you're younger, sometimes you are a people pleaser and you want to be liked by everybody. You want to be liked, and then down the road you realize, you know, if, if it's not a good fit. And then also, as you get healthier and you grow and evolve, you want to attract those kind of people yeah. with you, you yeah. know, instead of the ones that are dragging you down or telling you you can't do this or complaining about everything. So, yeah. but I love that you said you've said this multiple times, and this might even be the title of the <laughs> podcast. But what makes your heart happy is this. What makes my heart happy is this. You know. I love that because I always say I choose joy. You know, even in the darkest day, the hardest day, there's still yeah. ways to choose joy, and it is a choice. And I love that you. It sounds like that is your mantra. We do. It's funny. I actually have it up there. So um, bright spots. That's a big one, which I got from my mentorship. So every Friday we have a private Facebook group, and we post little different things. So like, what's your bright spot? So today I posted like share a favorite picture from the year, and it's amazing because that's another way that everybody connects in here because not everybody sees at the same class times, but. People are posting pictures of their kids and travels, you know, finding your bright spot because this may have been a horrible week for somebody, but let's post something that made you happy. And then I have a jar up front and that's where all these, there's post-its that I have up here. And I'm annoying about it sometimes because I'm like, you guys need to write down your bright spots because I think we get so caught up on the negative. So I encourage, you know, write down something, something that makes you smile, something that makes you happy. Even if you're having the worst day ever, there's, there's something you can find in that day. I, I just love this, like I said, you speak my language because I'm a mental health therapist. You know, you are somebody into fitness, your job and your business is to, but yet there's so much um, mental health in your, Completely. the way you present, you know, it's health and wellness and that means all of that, you know, the, the whole wellness wheel, which I love. Yeah. And that goes back to, you know, we talk about all these things all the time, but 
you know, your physical health is so important, your mental health is so important, and you're putting it all together. And I love these little, these little happy, joyful positives. You know, when people are depressed, I always say, think of what's there's there's gratitudes in life that helps us get out of the depression. So, well, and like moving your body, nourishing your body, mm-hmm. finding the people that bring you joy, those are natural antidepressants, mm-hmm. right? Well, yeah. If we had more of those, you know, who knows where we'd be? Right. And again, the exercise releases those natural endorphins. Oh so it's so funny. I laugh because each class here has a different vibe to it. Like the six a.m. crew, they're coming in, they're starting their day, they're in and out, you know, right on the clock because they got to go to work. Right? They're very business minded. The eight thirty class is a little bit more of the relaxed vibe, right? If you can go work out at eight thirty, that means you're probably not rushing. Mm-hmm. You know, they come early, they chat, they stay late, they chat. They've got a pickleball group, like mm-hmm. they're just enjoying, right? And then we have the 5.30 group, which they put in a full day's work, right? It's been a lot. They're the ones that are here trying to get that decompressed time before they go home Mm -hmm. to whatever they have to do with their family. And I noticed we have a move that we do with like med balls where we slam them. Mm -hmm. The 5.30 group, I think, slams slams the balls the hardest. (laughs) Because, you know, we have some teachers coming in. They have that transition from working with the kids all day, and then they're going to go. You need that transition and the physicality of it. It works for a lot of people. Some people like to read books or listen to, you know, music, quiet music. Others, getting that physicality, it's such a stress reliever. Yeah. It's Again, so good. You're, you're really, I needed to, you know, we always have things <laughs> happen for a reason, right? And today I needed to hear what Corey Kessler has to say. So as far as timing, do you have um, specific classes are they drop in? Are they organized that they start and finish? Is it like a six weeks program? Is it a every day is fresh? Is it all day during the day? How does that work? Uh, well, we have a set schedule for the classes. So we have a 6 a.m. Monday through Friday, and then we have an 8.30 a.m. Monday through Friday, and then we do 5.30 Monday through Thursday, and then we have some weekend classes. And we program it so no matter what time you come, you will get the same workout. Mm-hmm. So the 6 a.m. group and the 5.30, they get the same workout. It's gonna be interpreted a little bit different by whoever the coach is, you know, maybe a different warm up or finisher. But you should get the same standard program. And we like to alternate our days um, because people have different schedules. Some are going to come Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Some come every day of the week. Mm-hmm. So we don't want anyone to get burnt out. So we focus more lifting on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Mm-hmm. And then we do more of the hit. Like I say, you're you're going to be sweatier mm-hmm. on Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Those are the days you're going to wash your hair, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> to talk and women speak. Mm-hmm. So we alternate in that way. But because we're working with females that are usually 35 plus, we're gonna have strength focused every day mm-hmm. because we need that. We wanna prevent all the osteos, right? The osteopenia, osteoarthritis. We, we wanna make sure that we're still working on that muscle mass, that bone density. And a lot of times that's the thing that women, if they're gonna work out on their own, they're not gonna hit the weights. They're not gonna do the strength training because it's so easy for us to just go ride a bike mm-hmm. or go for a run or go walk our dog. Like We can do the cardio on our own, that's mindless. But we're going to do more of the strength training here. And then we do the hit intervals because we do want to challenge that heart rate, you know, just in quick little spurts. Mm-hmm. But does so the classes build on another or is it drop in? So drop in. So like each day is going to be full body. One might be a little bit more focused on a certain area, but you could come any day of the week and you're going to get a good solid workout. It's not going to be like you're behind or you miss something. Uh, we have plans for people that are going to come regularly. So we do like a 10 a month plan or unlimited. And then we have drop-ins. We have some people that they're doing their own thing, but they just want to pop in once a week. Mm-hmm. So they just drop in and do a single class. And we have yoga on Monday nights, which is so good. And then we have yoga on uh, Friday mornings. And I encourage everybody, everybody should incorporate some yoga in their so life. So the yoga on Monday nights is at the 5.30? 6.30. Oh, so, so we so do it, it right after the class. Yep, okay. 6.30. Okay. 
And then do, who writes the workouts? Do you create them? So that was one of the things I finally um, had to give control up of because I was programming all these workouts for the week. I was programming private, you know, private clients. They get their own workouts and it was, I have thousands of workouts. I have them in my phone. I have notebooks. I have so many workouts and I'm, I'm good at it, but it's overwhelming mm -hmm. to try and figure all those parts and pieces out. So um, one of our coaches, Paulette, she's very detail-oriented. She um, is an occupational therapist by trade. She knows the body. She knows the mechanics of it. So she took over the programming probably about a year ago, and she programs Monday through Friday. Mm -hmm. And we save it all like in a shared Google Doc so all the trainers can see it. That way we can see it. And she's so good about it. If a move sounds, you know, what is that? She includes like a, a video link. A so tutorial. That we, oh, completely. So that we know, you know, what it looks like. Because we all have our own different versions of what we think moves are. So she programs Monday through Friday. I tend to program Saturday because that's the day that I'm usually in here. And then Sunday we call Sunday fun day. Mm -hmm. And we like to make it like gamified. Like you might be rolling dice or flipping cards. And we trade off, uh, we alternate who's a trainer on Sunday. And they just sort of look at how the week was. And then they'll program based on that. Okay. And we just sort of make it lighthearted and fun. Well, that sounds great. Yeah. Okay, so um, weekend time for you. How long have you been married? 20 or so. We're coming up on 21. Wow. Mm -hmm. Longevity. I was a baby. <laughs> and, you did, and you did talk about the girlfriend trips and the, and the nights out with girls. So what do you and your husband like to do? So it's funny because he travels so much for work. Like the idea of him wanting to get on an airplane or sit in a hotel is hard for him. Like right now he's out for seven days and mm -hmm. I think he's in California right now. It's funny. Everybody's like, where is he? And I'm like, oh, you know. So he's in the air somewhere. We usually talk every night at like nine o'clock and I'm like, mm -hmm the standard questions, where are you, you know? So I think he's in California right now, um, but he pops around nonstop. Is that hard, Has or has that been something it's, you've adjusted It's to? all we've known, mm -hmm. you know? Like when the it's kids normal. were little, it was a little different because he'd be gone a week, home a week. And now two boys trying to get into all the activities was probably not. Yeah, it takes a village, and yeah. I have a really great village. Even tonight, um, I've got something going on here, so because Nate's out of town, my mom's gonna take my kid to soccer, you know? Mm -hmm. So, she, you know. We, re we recruit and we use other families and stuff. So that and I think out. that was wise of your husband to say, okay, we're planning family, let's move closer to home. If yes. he's going to be doing his traveling, at least you have your home base and you have your home people and you have your support network. Not yes. that you wouldn't have friends everywhere, but your family is family. Yeah, it was you know? a game changer. Yeah. And the fact that my kids, you know, they can go stay the night at grandma's and, mm -hmm. you know, a lot, a lot closer relationship just because, you know, it's not a two-hour drive, it's a 10-minute drive. Right. Are yeah. you boys pretty close to each other? Do they get along pretty well? Mm. Or are they typical <laughs> brothers? They're, Sometimes they're punching <laughs> each other in the head. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> they're four years apart, so I was hoping that there wouldn't be any competition between them, but there, there's some competition there. Deep down, you know, I know they love each other and, mm -hmm. you know, they say it when they go to bed at night, but they're, they're funny. They, they they like to pick on each other, I think, naturally, as siblings do, but I know they're close. And I always I remind them all the time, eventually it's just going to be the two of you. Mm -hmm. And guilt them into that, that <laughs> this, this is going to be your that's family all, for that's life. Your, that's probably your mom speaking <laughs> yes. through you, because my mom used to say that. You know? yep. It's going to just be you and your sister. So Yeah, but it's true. That's one of the longest relationships you'll have. Right. Okay, so... Um, end of the interview here thinking about what would what advice would you give or parting words would you give to somebody whether they want to start working out or starting a business I mean you have a lot of starts that you've done mm -hmm. you know and you've been successful so any any words of wisdom for our listeners who maybe what maybe wanted to come here or start a business something like that keep it simple 
I think we are overwhelmed as a society. We have so much information, so much available to us that we get distracted. I get distracted, I know. I'm, I think I multitask and my husband laughs at me. He's like, there's no such thing. In your last podcast I listened to and I was like, they're right, you, you really don't, you're just distracted. Mm-hmm. Keep it simple, a lot of times we're, we're all or nothing. We think we have to just go 100%. And if you're just consistent, just consistent and keep it simple. You know, a lot of times we talk and here everybody gets overwhelmed and they want to know what should I eat? Should I eat? Should I not eat carbs? Should, you know, and we get so caught up in all these little details. Well, it's also because society gives society, them 50 yeah. different directions. There's a keto and there's no fat and there's no sugar and there's, you know, mm-hmm. it's every day there's some new hot diet that's out there and everybody wants to tack on to it. But if we just stripped it down, we say, okay, I know that a salad with some lean protein that I made at home is going to be better for me than a Big Mac. Mm-hmm. I know this. I have a choice. What choice do I want to make? Um, we keep it really simple in here. I'll finish on this one, but like I usually tell new clients or whatever, like you're you're a grown, you know, successful woman. You probably have a bank account, right? You understand that you want that account to grow, mm-hmm. right? So you put deposits in. Every once in a while, you withdraw. Maybe you buy a new house in Florida. Maybe you go on vacation, and you enjoy those withdrawals. The trick is that you got to keep depositing. So it's the same thing with our health. If I go for a walk, if I choose to eat some fruit with my pizza, you know, if I call a friend, if I go exercise, if I go to bed earlier, those are all deposits. I'm building up my health, my long-term health, my I don't want cancer, diabetes, heart disease, health. And every once in a while, I'm gonna make a withdrawal. I'm gonna go have pizza and ice cream with my kids. I'm gonna go for a night out with friends. I'm gonna make that withdrawal and I'm gonna enjoy it. The trick is not to make the withdrawals that were worthless right? or not take a take a withdrawal and feel guilty yes don't feel guilty about right. you earned it right. you deposited that you should enjoy that vacation or you know mm-hmm. you earned it and then make sure that you're still depositing when you come back you can't just always withdraw or you're gonna go broke mm-hmm. and that's where our health takes a hit if we haven't saved enough in there that we're gonna be more susceptible to getting all those things that we don't want to get and we're not gonna feel good mm-hmm. and it's as simple as that if you don't feel good look at your choices It's simple. If I look at a meal, is this a deposit or withdrawal? Is it worth it as a withdrawal? Cool. If it's not, what can I add to make it more of a deposit? Can you come live with me? (laughs) You can be chirping in my ear all the time. But we keep it simple. Instead of saying, oh, I shouldn't have carbs, I shouldn't have this. Like, after I eat, how did that make me feel? Mm -hmm. Our bodies talk to us. We just don't listen. Sometimes it feels good while you're eating it, but then they have to. Yeah, but I say the same thing every time. Like, I was an ice cream freak like all the time and now as I've gotten older I don't enjoy it as much and I I don't feel as good afterwards so I always tell my kids I'm like remind me that I'm not gonna feel good after this right because you go mmm this is yeah. so good occasionally it's, it's totally good but right yes just yes. remind yourself how do I feel well Corey I love what you're doing here I love what you're what you stand for I actually am gonna hit you up for some other some other things <laughs> when we get off this off the interview but I think you have a really good um, set up a lot, a lot of really good things that you can help so many, so many people, whether they're women mostly or mm-hmm. anybody else who wants to come in, and just um, actually very engaging and approachable, and I think and open, and I think that's a huge piece of it's all relational, right? It's all mm-hmm. relationship building, so you're very easy to talk to. So thank you thank so you. much for sharing with us. I hope our listeners get motivated to start to work out or thinking about the deposits and the withdrawals from their eating or 
what makes my heart happy. You've got a lot of really good things <laughs> that you filled us with today. So um, thank you so much. Thank you, Michelle. Good. And um, listeners, as always, stay cheeky.